Blog Talk Radio.
evening, good evening, and welcome to the last night, number seven, of Purpose Kingdom's 2020 End of the Year Revival. If you are joining us for the first time, I'm going to tell you, you have already missed six of the greatest days that we have came a contact to. But now what I need is everybody that's like holding in. We have a few more hours, not even a few more hours anymore. We have a few more minutes until we can get 2020 finally gone. And I mean that with a lot of emphasis. So I think it was something about the man from heaven would go fall in night number seven. And if you don't know anything about the then you do it every day. This is the year that we really found out exactly what men will look like. If you didn't, you had to pay it a little bit harder to find out, and that's what you came every day. So every day, it's an up for your day. That's what matters most. Sometimes God allows us to go right there so we know exactly what it is that we are depending on. But now, now it's time to come on in, take a seat. Because, you know, we've been testified tonight. We have two of our very own women. And, I mean, they both have touched me in two different ways because I'm going to tell you that God is just all the way around. Okay? God just does it. But sister, well, I have to say minister, sister, Tina Harrison Lindsay. Okay. I want to say I think I think my earliest memory is probably was like eight or nine. I mean, I might be lying on myself, but I swear it was like eight or nine. And you see people, and then you don't see people, but then you know people, but you don't know people, but you know them in church. And one thing I know that she could do is always bring forth a prayer. But tonight. Y'all already know that she can pray, because if you're part of Purpose Kingdom Network, you know she's a prayer warrior. But tonight she's coming for her testimony. Now, the way that it works is, you know, we've been listening to a song, so we're going to hear our song first, because the song is the preparation to get you all the way ready. And then right after the song, the next voice you will hear is Minister Trina Lindsay Harrison. Now, this, this, this song has, has a meaning. If you don't know what it's about, I encourage you to really find someone that it's about. Because it's getting to 2020, so I'm telling you that it happened. It happened. If you look around, you can see God. That here I am is... It's something. It's something special to me. And I, I, I'm telling you, bells going to start ringing. All kinds of things going to start happening. People going to start shooting all outside. This is it, y'all. This is where we're supposed to be. Honed in. Here I am. I'm Marvin Sapp. And no, of course, we do not own the rights. 
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. And I was asked tonight to give a testimony. You know, when I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed. I have a testimony. You know, just encourage, you know, parents and grandparents to hold on to the horns of the altar. Amen. You know, I, I go back to my first memory as a little girl. Had to be have been about two or three years old. I have a, a twin sister, and I remember us just running down this long hallway, going to be with our pop pop. And they said that my my grandfather, you know, he knew the word of God, and you know, people in the community would often ask him where things were in the Bible because he knew where they were. So I just can imagine him laying hands on me and my twin sister. You know, I thank God for my twin sister; she stayed too. But anyway, I, my parents had taken us to the house of God, and I remember I was sitting in Sunday school. I had to have been about maybe five, and my Sunday school teacher, she had up three hearts. One was black, one was red, and one was white. And she said, Trina, which heart would you like? And I said, I want the red one. And I believe to this day, that's why my favorite color is red. But anyway, you know, as you, you know, you get older and, you know, and and you tend to think you've grown and you walk away from God and I figured I was going to do my own thing and I was out in the world and partying. And then my girlfriend, we went to a club one night and we was on our way home and I was smoking a cigarette and I went to go put my cigarette out and the fire went everywhere, right? And we patting our, our, our legs trying to put the fire out and she looked up just in time. We was going over a cliff and God kept us. You know how people literally say you've seen your life flash before you? Why well, I literally saw my life flash before me. But guess what? I'm still standing. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. I had a, another testimony how that, you know, how many of us know that, you know, when you pray, God will not only bless you, but he'll bless the people around you. And when I had came back to the Lord, we used to be in church, and we would always say this prayer, you know, God, keep us from danger seen and unseen. So I was on my way to work one day, and I was at this red light, and a, a guy comes flying on the other side of the street on his bike, and a car barely missed him. And I was like, oh, my God, he could have died. And the Holy Spirit told me, I shielded him to protect you because if that car had to hit him, it came right through your windshield. Thank God I'm still standing. God will keep you, amen? But anyway, so even though I just want to encourage mothers too and, and fathers to hold on and keep praying for your children, you know, the word of God is true. You know, he told us to train up a child in the way that they should go, and when they're old, they will not depart from it, amen? So, you know, I took my daughter to the house of the Lord, and, you know, she's not, you know, going to church like she should, but I still believe God to save her, you know, and that's his promise. So anyway, so, you know, um, my daughter was pregnant, and I kept telling her, I said, Tiana, you're pregnant. She said, Mom, no, I ain't pregnant. You always say something, I ain't pregnant. I said, Tiana, you're pregnant. So lo and behold, she found out she was pregnant. So one night she called me, and she said, Mommy, I don't feel good. So I had prayer with her, right? 
And she got off the phone, and she called me back again. She said, Mommy, I still don't feel good. I said, well, call your doctor, Tiana. So she called her doctor, and her doctor said, you know, come, you know, make an appointment tomorrow to come see me. So she hung up. So she called me back, and she said, Mommy, I don't feel good. I said, okay, I'm going to come pick you up and take you to the hospital. So I took her to the hospital, and we weren't even there less than an hour, and she gave birth. And the next day, the doctor told us that she had got there just in time because if she had stayed home, she would have bled out and both of them would have died. Hallelujah. She still standing. God hears and answers prayer. God will protect our children and we just keep her on the altar and believe that God will save them. Won't he do it? Hallelujah. She's still standing. One more testimony. God is faithful. Amen. I was scheduled to get a colonoscopy, and the woman had given me the wrong script. So she gave me liquid uh, medication to take before, you know, I had my procedure. So anyways, I was drinking the the medication, the the liquid, and I I went to the facility, and I was laying on a gurney, and the Holy Spirit said, get up and go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom, and I'm sitting, I lined the toilet, and I'm sitting on the toilet, and I must have been sitting about a good 10 minutes. And the lady came and knocked on the door. She said, Miss Lindsay, we're ready for you. So I got startled, right? And I got up, and I went back, and I laid down on the gurney. As soon as I laid down on the gurney, I got up and vomited everywhere. Had they had gave me the anesthesia, y'all, I would have drowned in my vomit. God, I'm still standing. God will keep us as long as he has purpose for us on this side of the Jordan. Amen. God is an awesome God. Thank God that I'm still standing. One more testimony I want to share, just encourage you, you know, um, to those who believe God for for a mate. You know, the word of God is true. He he doesn't want want man to be alone. Anyway, you know, I was married before, and that didn't work. I got married in my flesh. But anyway... After that, you know, dissolved, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he said, Lisa is going to introduce you to your husband. Now, this is my girlfriend. I said, okay, you know. And now me must know when God speaks something to you, you can take it to the bank because God's going to bring it to pass. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. God is a faithful God. What he said he'll do, he will do. Amen. So anyway, so my girlfriend introduced me to one guy. That didn't work, thank God, you know. And so she called me years later, and she said, Trina, I want you to meet this guy. He's really nice. I said, Lee, I ain't paying you no mind. I ain't paying you no mind because the last guy you introduced me to, uh, no. She said, but Trina, I didn't want you to meet him. Michael, which was her husband, wanted you to meet him. She said, I didn't like him anyway. I said, oh, man, you tell me. But anyway, to make a long story short, you know, she ended up, she ends up introducing me to my husband. But this is the awesome part of it. You know, when God tells you to do something, when you're led of the Holy Spirit, it's always in your best interest to be obedient. But anyway, that morning, Norman was in church, and he said, i got to go and get my parking permit for where I to get my parking permit so I can park at the complex where he was living at. So he left church early, and he went to go get his, his um, parking ticket, and he met my girlfriend, and they were talking. And she said, you want to meet somebody? I got a real nice girlfriend. So long and behold, we met, and we began to talk. 
And when I met him, I got a leap in my spirit, right? And I heard a, a man, a pastor say, when you get that leap in your spirit, it's ordained by God. But anyway, I, to make a long story short, God is amazing. You know, I thank God for my husband. I thank God for my marriage because marriage is truly ordained by God. So anyway, so we ended up getting married, and I ended up leaving my um, my place. Me and my daughter lived together, so I left that place. I left it to her, and I moved in with Norman, and he had a bachelor pad. I didn't like it. You know, I was complaining. I said, oh, I'll, I'll break it here. He said, babe, let's go ahead and, and you know, and get and get a house together. So we contacted a realtor. And we went to the realtor, and he said, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's going to be a long, drawn-out process, you know. And Norman's like, no, it ain't. He said, look, I've been doing this for years. It's going to be a long, drawn-out process. Norman said, no, it ain't. <laughs> but to make a long story short, it was so smooth, so we, the realtor was baffled. But anyway, so we, we were going to closing, and they gave us our numbers, and we didn't have all the money. So... He called his brother, and I called my brother. So they said, yeah, they'll donate the money. So I'm sitting at work, right? And my daughter calls. She says, Mommy, you got something here from Walmart. I said, what? She said, yeah, you got something from Walmart. I said, what is it? She said, well, I don't know. It's like a check. So I said, open it. So here she opened up the envelope, and lo and behold, it was a check. I forgot years ago I worked for Walmart, right, y'all? And they had a lawsuit where they was overpaying their employees, so they had to end up paying them. But God is amazing. He, he steps in right on time. He always does things in, oh, God, he does things in abundance. But not only did we have the money that we needed for our, to purchase our house, we had $70 over, amen? So we go to the closing, hallelujah, we end up getting money back. That's how awesome God is, won't he? Do it. So just to encourage you tonight, hold of your faith and know that everything that God has told you and promised you, he will bring you to pass. Amen. God is a good God. He's an awesome God. And we're going to still stand as long as God has purpose for us on this side of the Jordan. Amen. Won't God do it? Hallelujah. I just hope that something I said tonight encourage someone to continue to hold on and believe God and keep standing. Amen. 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 I think he said a whole lot. But God, I was, mm, God's amazing. Amen. Amen. And I know someone out there right now is thinking that they didn't think that that could happen to anybody. But because it happened to her, you got to know that nothing happens for a reason and ain't nothing new under the sun. So when we start looking at the people that are around us as the blessings, like she said in the very beginning, because sometimes it be somebody else doing something that stops you from doing whatever it was, and then the train came by. They're gone. It's 2012. It's on its way. Now, y'all know we, we <laughs> we're, let me get my thing together, because y'all know if y'all are part of this kingdom, now, he has about 16 names for the new year. I'm going to give her the one title who she loves the most, and that is a child of God. That is a believer. These are the things that she calls herself. 
I call them my friends. The things that we go through that might not even be right. But then when I look back at it, it says, wow, it ain't nothing that did, it didn't have nothing to do with us. It was all God. And it was all good. We're coming into 2021. And it takes what we got, like a half an hour left. Mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce you to a woman that if you never heard a word before, you are all right. Because tonight, it's probably the only real word that you really need to hear to move into tomorrow. So, now this song is just for her because she got this song. She picked it. And, I mean, I might even get up because I told her I don't know if I can sit in front of a camera and be nice and polite with somebody just saying, thank you, Jesus. I mean, if you know anything about the name, if you know anything about the power that comes with name, then you'll know that it's, I don't even know if it's Jesus, thank you, or if it was thank you, Jesus, or if it was thank you, Jesus, or thank you, or thank you, thank you, thank you. What I can tell you is that at the end of this year, with everything that we went through, the only thing you want to know is that, one, we are still standing. And because we're standing, <laughs> that leaves us right where it's at. Thank you. Thank you. I think I'm actually going to try to move out the way. This is what I'm going to do. In the middle of the thank you, right, y'all going to see it switch. It's going to be like, eh, 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 for all of my millennials that's out there and my matrix people, like, get in the matrix. I want everybody to be able to, like, get in the place where you need to be, hone in, do what you need to do. This is the last word of the year. And yet, that was the little...
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, each and every one who is joining in with us this evening. I count it a blessing and an honor to be here before you this evening, the last day of 2020, the last day of our seven nights annual end of the year Holy Ghost revival. And yes, hallelujah, God, I'm still saying. Now, first, I'm going to apologize. The devil has been busy. He has been experiencing all the technical difficulties. I was even texted and told that the live stream had frozen or stopped. It's okay because they're going to put a copy of this broadcast out tomorrow uh, morning. So that if you miss the word this evening, you can listen to it tomorrow morning, or you'll be able to hear it in our blog talk. Uh, on top. But we just going to give God the praise. We are not going to give Satan the victory over anything he tries because the word of God tells us to let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. And, and I just can't help but to think about the fact that when I look at everything that has gone on this year, hallelujah, whether you find yourself yourself still on this side of Zion, or if you're on the other side of Zion in the presence of the Lord, you still have a reason to give him praise. Hallelujah, God. You still have a reason to say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It might not have been easy, but I'm still here. There have been some storms along the way, but I'm still here. That's why my song of worship for this evening was thank you, thank you, Jesus. Because when I look back over my life and I see all the ways he made for me, when I look back just over this year, hallelujah, God, and I can see that he is still my Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He is still my Jehovah Rapha, my healer. He is still my Jehovah Shalom, my peace. Hallelujah. When I look at it all, I can truly stand and say, God's got me. I'm still standing. Hallelujah, God. God's got you. And because God's got you, you also are still standing. Hmm. Well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for myself. Because the truth of the matter is, I don't know if God got you or not. <laughs> so I'm going to stay on Toy Boulevard for a little while. But while I'm on Toy Boulevard, if I pass a house that looks like your address, I need you to just say amen. Hallelujah, God. Because if God has you, then wherever you are, whether you're listening via phone, via the live stream, if you're in the room with me this evening, I need you to say, God got me and I'm still standing. Hallelujah, God. God got me and I'm still standing. And the important thing for you to understand this evening is what it means to be got by God. And that's what we're going to be discussing this evening. Hallelujah. Now, although our key scripture is coming from Psalm 91 and 7, we are going to be looking at all of Psalm 91. We are going to be looking at um, because of all of Psalm 91 because the truth is that you can't even get to the premises of verse 
7 unless you start with believing verse 1 to the point of embracing it. And once you get to the point of embracing it, then you can declare verse 2 of Psalms 91. So before I get ahead of myself, we're going to back up. Hallelujah. We are going to stop and read the scripture. We are going to be discussing this evening. Then we are going to have a word of prayer. And then we are going to explain what it means to say, God got me and I'm still standing. Amen. Now, our scripture reading again is coming from Psalms chapter 91. And I'm going to read it in in its entirety. It's only 16 verses. So we should be able to get through this quickly. Amen. Again, I'm reading Psalms 91 in its entirety, and I will be reading from the King James Version. And it reads, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Thou should, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thy dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. Hallelujah, God. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, hallelujah, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Again, that was Psalms chapter 91 in its entirety. And we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. And before we jump into God's word any further, we are going to stop and have a word of prayer. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, it is once more again that we, your handmade servants, come humbly yet boldly before the throne of glory. We come, Father God, first with the praise in our hearts and a praise on our lips. We enter into thy gates, to thy courtyards with thanksgiving, and we enter into thy gates with praise, Father God. Hallelujah, God. 
We come blessing you because of all you have done, all you are doing, and for all that we are believing you to do, Father. We say thank you this evening. Hallelujah, God. We ask, Father, that on this last day of 2020 that you will release a blessing of anointing upon your people in the name of Jesus, that on this last night of revival, you will revive the souls of your people, Father. Some people are tired this evening. Some people are depressed this evening. Some people are just down in their spirits this evening. But, God, I know that you are all-powerful and almighty and that you can change their situations, that even now you can begin to shift the atmosphere. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for the shift that is taking place in the atmosphere this evening, Father. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you for the souls that are going to be saved this evening, Father God. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for the healing and the deliverance that is going to take place this evening, Father. Hallelujah, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Then, God, we ask you to toil the soil of our minds that your word will fall on good ground and take root, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that we will leave from this place yet never your presence as walking epistles of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Then, God, as I always do, I ask as I surrender to your will this evening that you will allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It is in the mighty name of Jesus, the delivering name of Jesus, the saving name of Jesus that I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, God. Now, as I was saying, our topic this evening is God got me, I'm still standing. So the way we're going to do this this evening is first we're going to dissect the topic, and then we are going to dissect the scriptures. Amen? Now, when we look at the topic, it says, God got me. The first thing that we see, the first word that we see is God. God, the alpha in the omega, the beginning and the end of all things. The Elohim, the great I am that I am, the creator of all that ever was, all that is, and all that ever will be. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah, God. Now, somebody just said, I heard them in my spiritual ear, well, she can't be talking about me because we call him Allah. Let me help you with something real quick. Are you sitting there going, oh, she ain't talking to me because we call him Jehovah. We call him Elohim. Let me help you. I, I, I don't care what name or language that you call him in. Amen? In the English language, we call the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God. Hallelujah. In Arabic, we call the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Allah. In Hebrew, we call the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jehovah, or Yahweh. Hallelujah. In Spanish, they call the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Dios. 
Hallelujah, God. So what I'm trying to get you to understand is we don't really care what language, dialect, or culture that you may come from or that you worship in, but when you call on the name of God, if you can trace him back, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then you got a reason to rejoice right there because that's the God we are talking about this evening. Hallelujah. The next thing I want you to notice about God is we said God, God got me. Hallelujah. And when you first hear God got me, somebody could be confused and think that we're talking about lowercase g-o-d-s. Plural. Well, what I need you to know is we're not talking about a plural, demeaning, handmade God. We're talking about the one true living God. So when you hear us say God, we're saying God with an apostrophe S, showing ownership of or belonging to. Hallelujah. Now, next we say God, God. Mm, this one is where it's getting ready to get real deep at. And what you have to understand them to uh, truly understand what it means to say that God's got is you have to understand the word get. Now, the definition of God is actually the past tense of the word get. Mm, hallelujah. And why is it that God got me instead of God getting me? Because what God has done, the work he's done, he did in salvation past. Hallelujah. The word of God said he chose me in him. He chose you in him before the foundation of the world was even laid. Hallelujah. So he was getting us then. He got us now. Hey, glory, hallelujah. So we said God's got, and to understand the definition of got, you have to understand the definition of get. So let's look at this for a minute. Uh, get means to receive or come to have possession for the use of enjoyment or uh, for your personal use. It's... Uh, it, it, it means that you belong to someone. Someone has taken the time to receive you, to accept you. Hallelujah. And when I look at that piece of the definition of the word get slash God, what I realized was that is the light side of the definition because this de definition, this word also has a dark side. Somebody saying, what you mean God has a dark side? Well, the first definition I gave you talked about the blessings. It means that someone has obtained you for their enjoyment and for their use and for their personal possession. But the dark side of it is because the word got also means to hit, to strike, to wound, or to kill, to take vengeance on, to cause, to suffer from. Hallelujah, which brings us to our first side note for the evening. And when that side note is that when you look at the definition of the word God, what I need you to understand is God got you whether you want him to or not. Hallelujah. One day or another, you will stand before God. And the question is, will he have you on the right side of the definition or on the dark side? of the definition. Will God have you in personal relationship with him, or will he have you in a situation where you're constantly still running from him? Hallelujah, God. Will he have you on the blessing side, or will he get you on the vengeance side? Hallelujah. But whatever side it is, he's got you. He's got you for eternal life and to remain in his presence, 
or eternal punishment and separation. But whichever way it goes, God got you. Hallelujah, God. Now, for this evening, we are going to stay on the light side of the definition, um, although we may touch on the dark side near the end of it all. So, uh, what we see right here is it says that God has got me. And when we say that God's got me, what we are actually learning is that God has received or came to have possession of me for his use or enjoyment. He obtained me. He acquired me. Hallelujah, God. Now, just hang with me for a second. I'm going to get to Psalms 91, which brings us to the second part of our topic, I'm still standing. The word still means to remain in place or at rest, to be stationary. Hallelujah, God. Uh, and the word standing means to have a place of rank, having an erect or upright position performed in or from an erect position to continue without cessation or change, a lasting or permanent place. So when you hear me say, God's got me, I'm still standing, hallelujah. When you say, God's got me, I'm still standing, what we're actually saying is God came to have possession over me because he acquired or obtained me through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And then God received me and had me remaining in a place of uh, or a position of rest and with a stationary position of high ranking in an upright position with lasting and a permanent promise. And the stand that you see me taking is not really even me standing, but Christ standing in me. Hallelujah, God. Because when I accepted a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ, I became, and when you accepted it, you became a living epistle of Galatians 2 and 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. So see, it's not me standing. It's Christ standing up in me. Toy wants to sit down sometimes, but Christ says, nope, we're going to keep on standing. Toy wants to give up sometimes, but Christ says, nope, we're going to keep on standing. Hallelujah. I'm ashamed to double and tell the truth. Toys want to bust some people in their mouth sometimes because they just don't know what to say out of it. But God says, nope, we're going to keep on standing. Every now and then, Toy has what I call a pot pie moment when she just stands flat foot, throws her head back and says, Lord, I've stood all I can stand and I can't stand no more. And you know what Jesus tells me when I get there? He says, doing all to stand, I need you to stand on anyhow. Hallelujah, God. For when you are weak, I make you strong. God makes us strong. The Spirit of God is standing up in me. The Spirit of God is standing up in you because God's got you. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's what Psalms 91 is telling us this evening, that God's got you, that God's got me. Psalms 91 is used by many people for many reasons. It's recited at funerals. It's said at times of trouble and turmoil. It was said by, uh, by the Talmud that it was one of the four psalms written to chase off demons. 
It's also something that we call the soldier's prayer. Hallelujah. But when I look at Psalm 91, I can't but help to see something a little bit different. What I see when I look at Psalm 91 is I see an assurance policy. And this assurance policy assures me that God got me. Hallelujah, God. They tell us in life that we need to get insurance just in case something happens. Well, God has told me to stop by on my way to glory this evening to let you know that what you really need is not an insurance policy, but you need an assurance policy. Not They want you to have insurance just in case something happens, but God is saying you need to have assurance for when something happens. Hallelujah, God. And he has created one for you, and the terms of that contract can be found, summarized, in Psalm 91. Hallelujah. It is a blessed assurance that God has got you. It starts with he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That verse right there is a declaration statement from God. A declaration is a written statement submitted to a court or person in which the writer swears under the penalty of perjury that the contents are factual and true. That tells of your courage. Verse 1 is God's declaration statement. Hallelujah, God. He's saying basically, I got you. He's saying that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, he has got them under his coverage. Hallelujah, God. Then we're talking about the assurance policy that God has for us. Hallelujah, God. And what I need you to understand about this uh, assurance policy is that it is something that you have to accept. It's just like insurance. To obtain insurance of any type, car insurance, house insurance, health insurance, life insurance, you have to go and sit down with the agent, hallelujah, God, and you have to sign that paperwork that says, hallelujah, God, that you accept their policy. Well, after you get past verse 1, which is God's declaration statement, stating that he has you, you then get to verse 2. Verse 2 is your signature on your declaration page. It's where you say, yes, I accept your terms and policy. So in an agreement, you recite verse 2, I will say of the Lord, hallelujah, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and in him will I trust. You are declaring out of your mouth that you are willing to be kept by the Savior. Hallelujah. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised dead, you will be saved. To get into this assurance, you have to be willing to hallelujah, and your signature comes out. Hallelujah, God. Now, just within the insurance policy, if you you know that when you little three bitty pamphlet, and in this pamphlet it gives you a quick overlay the coverages that you point you get a thicker book or a booklet that's about that thick, and then that book in great detail about what it covers and what it doesn't, how it works, how to file a claim, etc. 
what Psalms 91 is about by itself. It is that little pamphlet that description of what you can find in your assurance policy. And with God, uh, if you want to know where the whole assurance booklet is, hallelujah, all you have to do is open the B-I-B-L-E, and you will find in great detail what it is, where it is, and how it is, hallelujah. I know that we're getting a little bit late, and we're praying that y'all are going to stay on the line with us because we are going to have prayer, but God's word is going to go forward, hallelujah. It provides, this, this uh, uh, pamphlet, it provides in detail, hallelujah, exactly exactly how God will cover you. And what I love about this uh, assurance policy is different from insurance policies. In insurance policies, you tell them, well, I think I need uh, fire insurance, but I don't really need water. Or I think I need liability. I don't need full coverage. I don't need full tort. I can take partial tort. And you have to pick what type of coverage that you need. But with God's assurance policy, when God says, I got you, hallelujah, God, with God's insurance policy, you are totally and fully covered, hallelujah, God. You are covered from the tip of your strands of hair down to the skin on the bottom of the soles of your feet. But what I also like about it is with God's insurance assurance policy, you are also covered spiritually and within your soul. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. And here's the beauty of it, that with God's assurance policy, with insurance, if something happens, you have to call out to an agent and wait for the agent to show up. But with God's assurance policy, when you call out to God for assistance, when you call out to God for help, he already did. Hallelujah, God. There have been times that before I could get the name Jesus fully out my mouth, he has already stepped in to answer. Hallelujah. Verse 3 says, surely he will deliver thee from the snares of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Now, a fowler is a person uh, who sets hidden tracks baited with foods that birds eat to capture those birds. What I need you to know about a fowler is a fowler doesn't use food that the birds don't like to trap them. They use food that the birds like to eat, and it's the food that the birds like to eat that makes the bird walk into the trap. What I'm trying to get you to understand is you got some fowlers in your circle. Hallelujah, God. You can stop saying that that Satan is tempting you, that Lucifer is tempting you, that the devil is tempting you, because truthfully all he's doing is using that which you already like to do to get you to come into his trap. Hallelujah. But it's okay because our assurance policy tells us that God got us and we're still standing because he said he will deliver us from the the snares of the fowler. Hallelujah, God. He also said, Hallelujah, that he uh, he would deliver us from the newsome pestilence. Now, I had to stop and look that up a little bit because I was like, okay, Lord, what does newsome mean? And when I looked it up, the definition for newsome means noxious, harmful. And to give you a better understanding, you have to know what noxious means. Noxious means something that can physically, something or someone, sorry, that can physically harm harm or can become harmful or destructive to little beings, constituting a harmful influence on the mind or behavior of people, especially morally 
corrupting. Hallelujah, God. Now, pestilence means a fatal epidemic or disease that spreads quickly and sickens and sometimes kills large numbers of people. And when you hear that, you immediately go, oh, he must be talking about COVID. He must be talking about disease. He must be talking about a problem. But what I want you to know is, no, he's not talking about COVID right here. He's not talking about disease right here. And the reason I know that is because he didn't say noisome and pestilence. He said noisome pestilence combined together. In other words, he's going to save us from something or someone that is so jacked up, it can only be described in those two words, and he named it a noisome pestilence. So, no, he's not talking about COVID, but if you were to look in your head, because pestilence has a second definition, and that is a pernicious evil influence or an agent. So if you look and put that together, what who we have seen over the past few years that has become a noisome pestilence. I'm not going to call no names. I'm just going to say that God has delivered us through it because we are at the end of 2020. Hallelujah, God. Verse 4 says, he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Uh, uh, and he talks about covering us with his wings and how his shield is our truth, uh, how his wings are our truth, our shield, and our buckler. It couldn't but help me think about that progressive commercial. Hallelujah. Remember, we're talking about an insurance policy showing you how God still got us. Hallelujah, God. It made me think of that progressive commercial, commercial where the lady flow and the other agents are standing in different locations and if the wind blows and the branch is about to fall and hit your car, they knock it out the way and if the kids is outside playing and they throw the ball and it's about to bust your window, they catch it before any harm comes to your property. And when I read that scripture, I couldn't help but to think about the assurance policy that we have and how God's agents do the same exact thing. Hallelujah, God. If you don't believe me, you can just jump down to verses 9 and 14. It says, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. When you get to 9, it's saying, because you've accepted, hallelujah, God, this assurance policy that God's got you, and because you've accepted it, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Thou shall, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest they shall bash a foot against the soul. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and otter, the young lions and the dragon, shall thou trample under feet. Hallelujah. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he knoweth my name. Now, I had to keep all of those verses together because if you pull out certain verses here and there singularly, what you find out is that you are actually prophesying about Jesus. So what it's letting you know is uh, when you put it together wholeheartedly, you know that, one, Jesus is the one that is keeping you, but it also lets you know that 
all together, it's a description of how God has set angels to watch over you. Now go back to that insurance commercial with progressives where flow is blocking stuff. Can you see the angels of God just hovering over top of you, just standing there? Hallelujah, God. Here comes somebody with gossip, and the angel goes, uh-uh, that can't stay here. Here goes somebody with backbite, and they say, nope, God got her. That can't stay here. Here comes somebody with doubts and insecurities and fears, and God says, nope, God got them. That can't stay here because you are covered under the assurance policy of God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, God got us. Now, I know I went out of order, so we're going to jump back to the fifth verse. It says, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terrorist by day, nor for the arrow that flieth by night, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. In other words, you don't have nothing to worry about because God got you. God got me. I'm still standing. The word of God says a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee because God got you. Hallelujah. Your assurance policy with him is always in good standing. The word of God tells us that he never slumbers or sleeps. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So we will, and he will also stand up in us and for us. Somebody need to let them know that God got me. Hallelujah, God. And we are still standing. He said, only with thine eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Hallelujah, God. You'll see it coming all around you. You'll see what's going on with you, but it will not harm you. It doesn't mean that stuff will not happen to you. Hallelujah. But it means that God will be there with you. Hallelujah. Real quick, if you think about the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, hallelujah, they served and loved the Lord, but they still got thrown into the fiery furnace. But to everyone's surprise, except for theirs, because they knew they had the assurance policy, when they got tossed into the fiery furnace, Jesus stepped into a well. Hallelujah, God. Even in the midst of what you're going through, God is standing there saying, I got you. I'm still standing. You can still stand. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to jump down to the 15th verse. It says, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Who do you know that's better than that? When you call, he's always there. When you call, he will always answer. It's not like when you call an insurance agent and you got to get put on hold until the next available agent is there. When you say, gee, by the time you ask us, he has already shown up, stepped up, showed out, and showed off. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. He said he will always answer. Then the last thing he stated to keep you standing, he said, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. God is saying that once you accept this assurance policy that God got you, hallelujah, God, and we, you, we, me, we, I, we, they, if you are a believer in God, if you are walking in a personal relationship through Jesus Christ, God got you. Hallelujah. And I'm still standing. You're still standing.
and hallelujah, but it might be somebody out there tonight that does not know God. There may be somebody out there tonight that God got on the uh, uh, dark side of the definition of God. What I'm trying to tell you is you don't have to stay there. You can walk into the new life. You can do exactly what we spoke about on verse 1. You can, I mean, I'm sorry, on verse 2 of Psalms 91. You can say to God this evening, Lord, at the beginning of this new year of 2021, I am accepting the terms and conditions of your assurance policy. I am coming to you saying that I will say of the Lord that he is my strength, my refuge, my strong power, and in him will I trust. Hallelujah. God, you can declare out your mouth. You can believe in your heart that God is who he says he is, that Jesus is the Son of God, and that God raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. And you too can be saved. Hallelujah, God. It's as simple as saying this simple prayer with me. I dare you to take this opportunity to shake off the old of 2020 and embrace the newness of 2021 in the presence of God. And if you're not saved, you can start with this simple prayer. You just say, Father God, hallelujah, I come to you this evening accepting your assurance policy, accepting the gift of your son Jesus, hallelujah, God, accepting him into my life. I ask him to come into my life, to be Lord of my life, to forgive me of my sins, and to begin to create me new. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen, amen, and amen, hallelujah. And if you said that prayer according to God's word, you are saved. Now, I see that we are 12 minutes into the new year, and 12 is God's number of new beginnings. So right now, and I'm sorry, of new government, hallelujah. So as we are at the 12-minute mark, we are going to bring our prayer warrior onto the line, Evangelist Trina Lindsay Hairston, and she is going to pray us further into the new year, hallelujah. I bless that the word of God is a blessing for you this evening. And remember, God's got me. God's got you. I'm Still standing. Hallelujah, God. Evangelist Trina? Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a word. Oh, God, we praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you for who you are. You are the true and living God. And it's in you that we live and we move and we have our being. God, we thank you for the world that went forward, oh God. Uh, let your world dwell in us to continue to give us life, to continue to give us hope, to continue to let us hold on to see what the end will be. God, we thank you that you are a great God. You are the only true and living God. We thank you for the time that you have given us to be in your presence, oh God. We thank you for the time that you're going to give us and you'll take us into eternity. So, God, God, right now as we come before your throne, right now as we are still in your presence, God, we believe you to do great and mighty things. We thank you for what you've done in 2020. It might have been what we wanted, God, but God, you still kept us. Hallelujah. And God, we believe you for great and mighty things in 2021. Lord, we ask you, God, to help us to increase our faith. Help us to continue to hold on. Oh, God, God, we stand on your word. 
We believe that you're going to save our household. We believe that you're going to save our children. God, your word says, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. So, God, we thank you, Lord, for crossing us over, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because we believe that we're going to walk in the land of milk. That's flowing with milk and honey, oh God. God, we thank you. God, take your children higher and deeper in you, Lord. God, be with your spiritual leaders all around the globe. God, continue to do our work, Lord. Continue to let your will be done in your children all around the land, oh God. You are a great God. You are a holy God. You are a mighty God. Hallelujah. And God, we would purpose kingdom network, Lord. We believe you in 2021 that you're going to do miracles, signs, and wonders because your word says that they shall follow those who believe. So God, we believe that we're going to walk in a new anointing. We believe that we're going to walk in the power of the almighty God. We believe that you're going to elevate us for such a time as this. Hallelujah. God, have your way. In the name of Jesus the Christ. God, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you for what you're doing. God, we even ask you, God. God, remember those who are standing in need right now. God, remember those who don't have food to eat and those who might be evicted, God, because the sin that refused to move on their behalf. But God, right now, we are in agreement because your word says with two or three are gathered in your name that you are in the midst. Your word says if two of you touch and agree and that's anything that is right of the Father, it shall be done. So God, we ask you right now to turn the sinners around, God, in the favor of the people right now in the name of Jesus. God, we believe you, Lord. You said, God, you never see the righteous forsaken. Now they see begging bread. So God, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. And God, we ask you right now, God, that you get God, have your way, Lord. Have your way, God. Heal, deliver, set free, oh God. Make new again in 2021. God, we thank you for the elevation. We thank you for new revelation. We thank you for a deep revelation. Get your glory, God. Get your glory. We thank you for the peace yes. that surpasses all understanding in 2021. We thank you, God, for the blessings that's going to overtake us in 2021. God, you said that life and death are on the top of the tongue, and they that never shoot their fruit down. So we seek life for the children of God yes. in the name of Jesus. Have your way, God. We praise you. We marry Boshanda. We love your Lord. Great is your faithfulness, great is your loving kindness, and great are your tender mercies. God, be all around the world. Get your glory, God. Remember America, Father. Every continent, God. Every country, Lord. God, we thank you. We praise you. And thank you for hearing our prayer. And Jesus' name that we pray. 
prayed with thanksgiving. And God, again, we thank you for the word that went forward, God. We thank you for using your vessel. We thank you, Lord, for perfect kingdom network. We thank you for every host in your Shanda. God, we love you. We praise you. We honor you. We thank you. And Jesus' name that we pray. Every heart say amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Lord. God. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We just welcome you in 2021. Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord, we pray that God's grace and mercy will stay with you and follow you. There are great changes about to take place in 2021. And, and see, that's why the enemy's mad. That's why we have so much technical difficulty, because we have three ministers that will be getting a license, that will be receiving their licensure in 2021. Matter of fact, this month, we have Sister uh, Adrian Allen. Well, we will now be calling her Minister Adrian Allen, who will be getting licensed as a minister of music. Then we have two uh, ministers who did their trial sermons actually during this revival. Well, truthfully, they've been preaching all along, but their official trial sermons were done during this revival, and that will be Minister Robert Popop Hudson and Minister Dominique Hudson. Hallelujah, God. Just look at what God is doing. The other thing that's coming forth this year is the Purpose Kingdom Network Worship Center. Hallelujah, God. Yes, we will be doing Sunday worship starting off at least once a month where we will just come and give God praise, glory, and honor. So I'm just excited. I'm ecstatic about the changes, the newness, the new life, the new birth of ministry, the new life of healing, the new life of salvation that God has coming for us this year. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for joining in with us throughout this entire revival for the past seven nights. It has been a blessing. It has been an honor. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. We are praying for you. And we will see you again Tuesday as we return for our normal uh, broadcasting schedule. Amen. God bless you. And again, Happy New Year. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose. Save me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose. 